0: It's November twelfth, twenty nineteen, a Tuesday night. The Blazers are playing. For the second Tuesday. week in a row, we're recording while the Blazers are playing. Probably a mistake. But
1: I mean, I'm I'm half watching. So they're yeah. they're playing the Kings, who are terrible. Lost their top two players. So um, I don't know if you know this, but Luke Walton, maybe not a great player.
0: not doing such a great job.
1: Yeah, did well with the Warriors, um, but the Warriors were already an amazing team, so mm-hmm. didn't not so great with the Lakers. Correct, and kind of shit with the Kings. So well, what else? anyway, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Still eating my dinner, so you're gonna hear that for about ten minutes. But um,
1: so. So before we got on the pod, I was saying yeah, you I was work. listening to System of the Down. System, System of, of the down. down, yeah, I think of, it's of a. Of the down, <clears throat> and I was saying that uh, one of the YouTube rabbit holes that I've been going down recently is there are reaction videos. The one, the one that I was watching specifically around that got me onto System of the Down is a fellow by the name of. Jamal a.k.a. Jamel. A.K.A. Jamel. His name? Jamel like, A.K.A. Jamal. I don't know which which is his actual name. Whatever.
0: Is that the name <clears> of <throat> his page?
1: That's the name of his so uh, YouTube handle. Him. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: his Instagram, I assume, because it's always in the up in the top corner, is like at six foot five inches. So I guess he's six foot five. He's sitting down in all the videos, so I have no fucking idea how tall he is. Okay. But uh, he has people send in requests. It's usually like <clears throat> 90s through early 2000s uh, grunge, hardcore, whatever. Those are the ones that I've watched anyway. So he <laughs> uh, so I've watched him do a few and then there's this other like I've seen a couple other in the same sort of series of things where it's like a vocal coach who will watch like Eddie Vedder singing, they're like, ooh, I love what he's doing here. He's, like, doing right. a real guttural thing. He's got head voice and chest voice. You know, they, they like, get into all the, like, vocal coach bullshit Does, stuff. I, where, I've,
0: I've seen a vocal coach when... The one that you watched, it sounds like it was a guy. Is that correct?
1: Uh the one that I watched was a woman. She's, like, a British woman. Okay. She's like, ooh, I'm having, like... she. the last... One, I've seen her do two of them. One was Eddie Vedder. The second one was uh, uh, James... Or Maynard. Whatever, the, dude, the singer from Tool... Yeah. And uh, this is, I assume, from, like, early performance. And he's, like, he's wearing, like, a... What are those called? What's the... the, Fuck, what are they called? The the sort of one-piece thing with the shit flap in the back. Yeah. They have a name. But he's wearing, like, a short short version. Like, it has shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Anyway, he's wearing that. And he's, like, hunched over. He looks like... It's he's playing so they're they're playing the song silver and she's like, you know, th- this must have something to do with addiction. You can really see anything. I was emoting through the song, and it comes through right. his voice. I'm like, it's just a fucking weirdo, lady. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I like a weirdo. Tool, but <laughs> they're clearly like little.
0: So if, the reason I asked the, the sex of the. Sorry, the
1: but getting back you... to my point, they. Yeah, go ahead. So she actually talks about singing and stuff. This other guy. Um, Jamel, a.k.a. Jamal, his I've I've watched probably like half a dozen of his, but just more because I'm like watching, like getting into the song because I enjoy the songs that he's been listening to. But um He he just sort of watches it and goes, Ooh, wee! Ooh, getting into that. Mm-hmm. And he'll like dance along. He offers almost no commentary that I can Right <laughs> that I can notice. Like he doesn't really say anything. He's just kinda like
0: he gives the everyman yeah,
1: perspective. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Okay, he has almost 80,000 subscribers. I mean, I like... I'm not trying to, like, dog on him or anything. It just doesn't seem like he's really adding anything. I'm, I'm sort of wondering how he gets away with just, like, basically playing the whole video.
0: That's what I was about to ask. Same thing with the vocal coach.
1: <clears throat> I mean, they like, do the... He does the bullshit copyright thing, like, fair use, which is not... I don't think holds up to any sort of legal standard. Right. Um... But yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't really understand <clears throat> how they uh, do it.
0: So, my two cents here. I have
1: seen. But I find them. I find them somewhat enjoyable, mostly clearly. because I usually like the song that they're watching, and I'm like, oh yeah, that helps. And I think it's funny when, when you watch someone watch a video of a song that you know pretty well, but they clearly have never seen before, or at least faking that they've never seen it before. It's it's interesting to see their reactions, like the parts of the song that they find impactful right. or whatever. So, obviously, Good that's the point
0: of the videos. Yeah. So. <coughs> so my experience is is threefold. I've seen the woman who's a vocal coach, and the one I watched was Irish. It could be the same <clears> one. <throat> you said British. I don't know if it's the same person or not. It doesn't matter. But <clears throat> she was watching a. Dance Gavin Dance video. Not sure if you're familiar with the band or not, but the vocalist has a very high range, and she would be like, "Ooh, like that's Dance lovely," Gavin and then she'd play the note on the Dance keyboard. Dance Gavin
1: Van- Dance.
0: Yeah, Dance Gavin Dance. She'd play the note on the keyboard and be like, "He's really, you know, he's hitting a high C or whatever the hell it was. I don't know." <laughs> Just kind of validating that she knows what the hell she's talking about. She had a keyboard right there, ready to go. So that's interesting. The second one I saw. Or at least the second one that comes to mind <clears throat> is there's a jazz drummer that has a channel and he just listens to metal.
1: Can you hear me talking
0: right, right now? Progressive metal. And
1: uh what? Can you hear me talking right now?
0: I can't hear what you're saying. I'm just okay, gonna keep have, talking. Oh, okay. I have my I
1: mute on. I wasn't sure if it was actually muting. Oh, it's yes, showing waveforms in my recording, so I don't know if that's weird.
0: That's that is weird. While you were muted, it was showing waveforms. Fourth yes. here, people. Huh? Is it in sync with what I'm saying? Mike, uh, check one, two. Nope. Three. Okay. Well, could be another week of shitty audio, everybody on Todd's <laughs> side. But anyway, um, so I I,
1: I, rec- I listened earlier; and it sounded good, so I
0: yeah, you did check know. it,
1: but we'll see.
0: I'll be the judge of that. So, like I was saying. The other guy I listen to is this jazz drummer that listens to, like, death metal and speed metal, and he's, like, talking about, he's like, yeah, you know, I see what he's doing there, I see his his style of play, and all this other weird shit that doesn't make any sense. But he's just, again, he's just, like, he'll pause it and be, like, like detailing the fill and describing it. Um,
1: Yeah, these people pause, too, but it's usually because they're emotionally overcome. Mm. Yeah. at least the vocal coach lady one that i've watched. Do you
0: realize as you're describing this that you're wasting your life
1: watching? <laughs> I find it entertaining. I don't Well, i've watched other vocal coaches more to learn about singing. Like Why is that? the stuff where i was talking about like head voice and stuff. Like i didn't know it's commonly called falsetto, the but Indian... it is a different thing and like i know it when i'm now now i know the name for it. I thought it was falsetto, but falsetto is a little different. It's like Pushing it through and sounds breathier, but true head voice is just basically singing high. If you're a dude, you can you can feel it when you switch between chest voice on, and head I'm, voice because there's like a little. I'm getting a live tweet there's here. There's a little. The, the
0: listeners want you to you, display the difference for us between head voice and falsetto.
1: Go ahead. Uh, well, you can like the the sort of there's some, I forget what the point the switchover point is called, but you can like you go. Uh, that little uh, uh, that little flip is like what people use when they yodel that sort of back and forth where your voice kind of breaks is like you can practice it and basically just back off with how much air you're pushing through so that you don't that you make it more smooth when you're going from uh, uh, up to that really high stuff anyway so I learned that through like some of these vocal coach things I'm like oh that's kind of interesting um Oh, funny story! I may have told this one on the pod before, but oh uh, I was <laughs> I was for I was on a long. This is when I lived in Portland, so it was a while ago. Okay, I was on a long run of watching these videos, and uh, they always do like, or they were doing like classic rock, rock and metal songs. Yeah. and I was listening to one about like "18 uh, in Life" by Skid Row. Classic. <laughs> yeah, and so I was practicing singing it. In my car and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I was who was I talking to? I so I, we I think we were having our gutters done. Or, no, 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 no. We had a squirrel that was getting into our roof, and we were calling someone to trap the squirrel, mm-hmm. like an exterminator. Mm-hmm. I think is who I was calling. So I, you, if you, <laughs> I think you can probably see where this is going, but oh, so yeah. I called the guy, <laughs> hung up. <laughs> And then, like, butt dialed him back, and I was like <laughs> singing Skid Row in the car. And then he called me back. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I got a really weird call from you. I was like, oh, that that wasn't me. I must it must have been somebody else using my phone or something. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure nothing was going on with the squirrel. It's like, no, nope, we're good. <laughs> Should, but I'm just like yeah, Ricky was a <clears> young
0: boy. You should have said yeah, it was the craziest thing. We yeah, went up to look I at it and so. investigate in the attic, and the squirrel was singing Skid Row. <laughs> we don't know why. We don't know how he learned Skid Row. We're thinking of keeping him ourselves, taking him. Time. I wasn't
1: singing that at home. I was just singing it in the car. I know. No, I know, but that's what
0: you tell him because you're like, but like understand this. Some of those
1: guys talk about like sort of like the distortion they put on their voice. So I was like practicing that shit, like singing rough and then going up to the high parts. Oh, man. And I called and apparently left that on his voicemail, which is awesome. I gotta ask. He probably saved that and, like, listen to this stupid motherfucker that called me one time.
0: Oh, yeah. He, to this day, that was f- probably five years ago, he still has it on his voicemail. I gotta ask, why are you doing 100%. all of these vocal practice things? What's the end game? you gonna join a uh, terrible I jazz don't know. Trio? I mean,
1: what was, I was gonna. What was I thinking? I almost texted our friend Tom Brookso. Oh, I know what, what song it was. I was like, if I ever become, like, a millionaire, or win the lottery or something, I'm moving back to Portland, and we're starting a metal band, and I, I want to do covers of, like, The Darkness and Skid Row <laughs> and shit. Um, you know that I Believe in a Thing Called Love song? Yeah, I do. Man, that is such a fucking fun song to sing. Dear God. What? Do you know that song?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I do. I do.
1: Okay. You looked at me like you had no idea what I was talking no,
0: about. No, I did I, I 100% do. That that
1: is that is my uh, secret dream in life is to sing sing those songs in a band.
0: You realize you don't have to be a millionaire and move back to Portland for that to be a reality.
1: True. Yes. But I want to like devote I mean I'd have to get into shape if I'm going to wear the leather pants. So there's that.
0: Also, you realize you don't have to dress the part; just sing it well, and no one will care.
1: <laughs> I realize that too.
0: I mean, I'm not trying to—I'm um, not trying to discourage you from getting in shape. Quite the opposite, but
1: or, or encourage me to wear but leather. Not pants. for this
0: reason is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Okay. Do you? Uh, I don't have any. I don't have any musical connections. Although there are a couple of people I work with that play in bands, I don't know if they'd be interested in doing. like there you go. Hair metal.
0: If they're good, they'll do anything.
1: You can play drums. I can play
0: drums. I can play that um, shit, that's easy.
1: Just listen to the rhythm of your heart.
0: That's right. It'll lead you. It will never lead you astray. So so that's why <laughs> that's why low these many years you've been doing vocal practicing. I feel like there's more to it than that.
1: Uh well, no, I mean, honestly, I didn't real like For a long time, I didn't realize that when people were singing high, they were singing in, what I was saying, like the head voice. I thought they just had a much higher range in their chest voice. Mm. I mean, you can feel it when you're singing, like when you're really belting. The chest voice is when you're you're sort of normal speaking and singing voice, and the head voice is where you go to that higher thing. You're like, da-da-da-da! But I didn't realize that that's how people got to the high notes. I thought they just... Pushed more air through their chest voice and could somehow get higher, but that's not how it works. They just had it genetically. So when I learned that, I was like, "Oh shit, I can sing those notes in head voice." I didn't realize that's what they were doing. That's not hard. I see. So then I was like more interested in it, and then that. Again, I forget what it's called, but this switch between chest voice to head voice—a lot of cool vocal coach talking we're doing. Hey, Rami, we're going, deep. Are going to be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?"
0: You never know what to expect. when You turn on the bro pod. <laughs> tonight; it's vocal
1: coach chat. So, Um So yeah, that was just—it was just something interesting to learn, like another, just, if we're talking about rando shit that I follow on Instagram, there's this woman. We're not, but go ahead. I think she's Korean named Na Rae Sol. She's like a classically trained pianist. Huge fan. She, do you know who I'm talking Never about? Never
0: heard
1: of her. <laughs> oh. Well, she did this video for Wired. It was like how how to make music more complicated or something, piano music. And they, hmm. Basically, she goes through and she's classically trained, so she knows all the fucking fits yeah. and chords and all that shit. <laughs> it's showing you how little I know about music. Chords but, and, shit. Um, and she shows how you can take a simple thing, a song like Happy Birthday, and make it more complicated like step by step. And the last thing is like crazy, like elaborate sounding. You can still tell that it's sort of Happy Birthday, but it's way more elaborate. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I looked at her Instagram page, which is N-A-H-R-E-S-O-L. And she does... Little tutorials. She also has a YouTube page, and she'll do things like um, bebop through a classical pianist lens. Like she'll she learns other genres to try to increase her piano. And like to, she she does like little vid- videos on Instagram, and then um, longer things on YouTube, on YouTube which yeah. I just found really interesting. I I don't know half of what she's talking about. And I showed it to my wife, and she's like, this is the most boring fucking thing I've ever watched. But I found it kind of interesting. An <laughs> Showing
0: reaction.
1: Like, she had this one that I watched today. It's on her YouTube. It's about polyrhythms. And playing, like, how does she call it? Like, two to three. Like, she's playing two beats on one hand and three on another, and, like, where they overlap and where they don't. Hmm. And she's like, this is a really we- easy way to learn this. And I was like, no fucking way could I ever. I could ever do that, but you might be able to do it. Yeah. And then like five to seven, it's really, she, she did like uh, mapped it out how she does it on her hands, but she's like, once you get past five, you can't do it on one hand because you have to go more than, Right. you only have you five, have five fingers. fingers. You have yeah. to do, you have to reuse your thumb. So she showed how she wrote it out or this other piano, piano teacher showed her how to write it out. And it's interesting to see like how you count the two and again where they intersect and where they don't I don't know I just found it interesting it's like not something that I really need to know but (laughs) our friend uh, Mike would always talk about he's like (laughs) just different YouTube rabbit holes that you go down Mm -hmm. and you start watching them so those are things that I watch and then like watercolor painting (laughs) tutorials on YouTube that's like most of what I watch (laughs) on YouTube (laughs)
0: So basically you're a 72-year-old Asian woman is what you're telling me right now. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: That's the big we thing. can't
1: play piano, and and I listen to the darkness. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, as all 72-year-old Asian women do. Huh. That's, um... yeah, again, I mean, I, I feel like I should ask the question for a third time. So why are you doing the vocal practice? Because <laughs> I still don't get the answer to that question.
1: The vocal practice is so that I can learn how to become a better singer. Okay.
0: For when you become a millionaire and move to Portland and start a cover band of the darkness.
1: Well just if, if the chance arises, I want to be ready.
0: I see. And in the meantime, your family is just the victim of your practicing and
1: Well, one of my children really likes to sing, so I can sing with her. The other one not so much, but it's definitely I can definitely annoy the shit out of my wife, but
0: Well, um, you have to sing to do
1: that. True but it's like an added layer of annoyance. I see. So. Oh man, it's cold here. Oof.
0: Yeah. Wow. Quite chilly indeed. So just to kind of wrap this up and move on to anything else. So it sounds like <laughs> you said you're watching these back in Portland. <laughs> You've been watching these types of videos for years. Is that correct?
1: The vocal ones for years. The piano one I just started like four or five months ago. Okay. And the watercolor ones I've been watching for years, yes. How long... Those are probably my two constants.
0: I understand. How long... I, I know the, the the thing where they critique the songs. I know how long those are. It's the length of the song plus a little bit because, like, we agreed they, they stop it from time to time. But Yeah,
1: they pause and... But, like, the watercolor
0: thing, is that, like, sped up or is this a real-time watching paint dry, literally, uh, situation?
1: Mostly what I watch, it depends, is uh, this guy named James Gurney, who's an excellent teacher. He usually works in gouache, which is uh, opaque watercolor mm-hmm. or semi-opaque. But uh, his he he does a lot of narration through his videos, and then sh- he speeds up stuff. He's he's sort of a tinkerer, so he makes his own sort of like rigs and stuff. Like he, but he's like definitely a, sort of um what's it called the. What's the steampunk kind of aesthetic? Mm. Like, he ma- he makes, like, a little... Um, I think he used, like, one of those kitchen timers okay. that, like, rotates. <clears throat> sure. And he affixed his camera to that to, like, do a slow ro- slow pan while he's, like... It's doing a time lapse. Right. So he does, like, lots of interesting things. Like, it's not just sh- watch it showing him paint. He does do some of that, too. But his videos are typically... Like, the videos are probably, like... 5 to 10 minutes but he gets creative so not with how like they shots and kind of what he's doing Yeah, he he makes them interesting. He cuts back and forth. He'll he'll break out of the painting and he'll speed it up, slow it down or not he doesn't slow it down, but he'll show you real time <laughs> and then <laughs> sped up versions Slide and like down. calling out specific things. Yeah. <laughs> slow motion painting.
0: I'm gonna do a lot of water here, Sploosh, watercolor, sploosh. <laughs> Dear watercolor <God>. porn. No. <laughs> yeah, lots There's of, no money shots lots of from that, but, um, watercolor porn.
1: We have a winner. Uh, yeah. His his videos are. I mean, you. I think you might even find them somewhat interesting. All not. Right. I, not that you would watch multiple ones, but you would be like, I oh yeah, not. that's kind of cool how we did that. Okay. He's he stick. he's also the thing that that I like about watching his videos is, um. He really shows you how he makes his paintings look incredibly detailed, but just by focusing in on certain things and leaving other parts much more rough, it seems like it's a really almost photorealistic, but not. Hmm. You get like your brain fills in a lot of the work and you're like, oh, that looks just like, because he he does this thing too, where he he works sort of on a tripod and he's like, I always want to have the same line of sight that I'm looking at and have my canvas in the same spot so I'm not like looking up and then looking down to paint. He's always sort of keeping it in the the same same thing and uses the (laughs) tripod to do that. So he'll show you like the actual what he's looking at and then how he's painting. Um, I forgot what my point was about this. Probably didn't have one. Um, But (laughs) so you can just sort of, you can see like what, oh, the detail. You can see like what stuff he's sort of making Blockier or more abstract, and then mm-hmm. when it's finished, it look you your brain sort of fills in details, and you're like, oh, he really didn't do that much there, right? But it looks,
0: it looks spot on
1: because there are other more detailed things that you are focusing on. It feels like everything has been <laughs> finely detailed, even though he hasn't. Right. he's been more simplistic on certain parts of it.
0: So, why why watercolor? Just because that's what he does. Uh, that's or... something
1: I like painting in, okay. in theory. <laughs> I mean a lot of these things are hobbies that I wish I actually did. You actually don't sing, <laughs> like you singing don't pit band, uh, doing painting. Right. Um I just it, I'm like someday I'm actually going to do this, so I'm going to have my mind right and the right know how to do it in theory and then I'll practice it at some point in the future. It's like a lazy man's way of actually doing stuff. Hmm. It's like it's like if I looked up uh, ways to increase my speed whilst running. Before I actually started running for like a couple years. Right. Be like, if I ever started, this is how I'm gonna burn through my training even faster. <laughs>
0: that's the problem, is that square one. That first step. Yeah. That's their biggest hurdle, no pun intended. Um Okay. Fair enough. Interesting. Um <laughs> I mean it's not. By the way, if you want if you want me to link to these various people just send me the links and i'll put them in the oh yeah
1: i'll put them in in here in the
0: description below tonight's show obviously thus far sponsored by youtube so as if they need sponsorship but uh still is what it is oh we're editing at the same time crazy town all right so while you're doing that this is weird i don't think we've ever typed at the same time that's pretty awesome google docs also sponsored tonight's show google docs okay You continue with those links. Um, I'm just looking through the list here. Let's do a couple quick hitters, clean up this list here. Um, I realize I just said list here twice in a row. For some reason, I don't know what I was doing and how it came to my mind, but I was remembering my first grade reading book. And I'm pretty sure it was called Up, Up, and Away. Do you recall that like we used to have up, reading books in elementary
1: school. Away. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Like it was a big hardcover book that yes. like you read from. Is that what you mean? Yes. And this may be a. I do remember having those, and I remember they had sort of elaborate illustrations on the cover for sure. Up, up and away outside.
0: was was hot air balloons.
1: But I, and you had different levels. Like yes. you would like most kids would be reading the farm book but you might be you might have advanced to the hot air balloon book or whatever a
0: terrible example but yes that's exactly what i'm talking about here
1: God, why is that a terrible example
0: but i feel like you only move I, forward i'm just if... saying
1: you could visually tell like what reading level you were on by the cover of the book because they were all always like nice illustrate it was right a big full cover illustration it wasn't like a little thing that said level three correct so the like it was i remember it mostly being a visual distinction a Visual medium yeah
0: perhaps watercolor we don't know. <laughs> yeah. It could have been um, the reason. The reason I bring it up is, and you may have just answered my question. But the big question I had that I could not remember is, I remember or again when I thought about this the other day, I recall having this feeling of excitement when it was time to move to the next level book, and like no, you know, obviously having you as an older brother, like I had, I had insight as to you know, in two years or three years, I'm going to be in this book, whatever it is. But was it a matter of just with each grade you move to the next book? Or are you implying that even within the same year you could theoretically move to
1: a new book midstream? Um I think you could I don't remember doing that mid year, but Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like we had that basically up through sixth grade. Sure. And then right. I think we started in, like, maybe fifth grade reading books.
0: Like novels? I'm putting
1: books in quotes. I don't know what... Yeah, like novels. Yeah. Shorter novels. Like, I feel like we read... Where the Red Fern Grows, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of... um Cats are in the Rye. I can't remember the name of the book. On, let's see if I can...
0: Take your time. I'll be eating the rest of my dinner. You look up a book
1: on that. Um... Uh, I feel like it was by the by Pearl Buck, but uh, I don't remember. I don't see the name of the book that we read. That might be a little more advanced. I don't know. I've yeah. Pearl Buck. Anyway, Bucks we read like some books.
0: School, Go
1: ahead. Yeah, it might be. I mean, might be confusing. So anyway, we read some book. I feel like in fifth grade, and then mm-hmm. some in sixth. Then I feel like once we got to seventh grade. Because most of the stuff in the books that you're talking about were essentially like short stories, stories or little. Of course. Um, and then, yeah, as you moved up in school, you started reading longer novels or novellas or whatever. Te- um, telenovelas? But I. <laughs> telenovelas. No. I don't remember. S- like, I don't remember people skipping ahead mid year, but I may have. I, 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 I kind of feel like in sixth grade, like being at a higher reading level or something. I'm not like bragging about this. It just sounds like feel like <laughs> I feel like I was at a higher level or something, but I I can't remember if we like finished that book and then started reading independent things like just right. like
0: uh War- photocopies War- or piece. stories or something. Oh, yeah. I don't remember.
1: Doesn't doesn't matter, but uh I think it was mo- yeah, mostly it was like the next year you got the next book. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was like end of school year sort of thing. <clears throat> and
0: I, I think that's right. I just, it, 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 for some reason, the up, up, and away, I think I was, we came up in like a conversation at work, just that those words. And I was like, I was, I'm pretty sure that was my first grade reading book. And then I started thinking about the reading books. And again, as I was picturing it, I was also picturing and, and like I said, recalling this excitement of, ooh, I got the, I got the next book. Like, it's the, remembering the different color, and like you said, the vivid picture on the front, perhaps a watercolor, we may never know, um, and and I I don't know, I just, knowing that you have this, or at least you had in the past, this uncanny ability to remember all your teachers from Lonnie B. Nelson Elementary School, I thought you may have also had a memory. I remember
1: my teachers, I vaguely remember my book covers, but I don't remember their names.
0: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> okay. I definitely, I remember one with clouds that was an illustration, but I think we had different books, they Probably had switched by the time you came around. Yeah, they
0: got to the higher higher level stuff. When it was my turn, sure. They <laughs> said we are not. That's not what I We're mean. not making these kids smart enough. We got to up our game. <laughs> so the class of '85 got the new uh, first grade edition <laughs> of whatever the hell it was. Up, up and away, perhaps. Um, oh my God! I just looked at what you put down here. So what are these? These links.
1: What do you mean? Ger- Gurney journey. Oh, I what, put what the James Gurney YouTube page. The uh, the first one's just his blog. He also blogs every day. Oh, this is the watercolor art guy. Posts. Yeah, the second one are, are his painting videos. Gotcha. Then the next la- the next one is the piano player, and then the reaction video. I just die. put the one dude. Okay,
0: that's yeah. Th- this is more than enough. Trust me. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Another quick hitter that knowing us could probably lead to a thirty-minute discussion and then the end of the show. Um, Let's do it. (laughs) Let's get this bitch over with. Speed, speed round. Have you had a chance to experience cinnamon coke yet? No. Sounds like a negative. All right. So, even
1: though did you hear me say no? I did.
0: I I heard you say no. Even though I was hopeful that there would be cinnamon coke zero and there might still be honestly i forgot about it i know of course you you did obviously and god forbid you read the topic sheet um uh, even though i was hopeful there would be a cinnamon coke zero i do not believe that there is one or at the very least there is not one at my local vendor so but i did go and buy one of the you know they have the mini cans like it
1: looks like they have coca-cola zero cinnamon in england not that that's useful to you but not
0: traveling that far just for the pod not yet making enough money. In fact, still <laughs> yeah. losing hundreds. Um,
1: zip Recruiter, want to sponsor our show? We'll fucking go to England recruiter. to try uh, some. <laughs> shout out to Bill Burr. <laughs>
0: um, so anyway, so I, I did try it. I tried it last night, as a matter of fact.
1: Oh, you tried the, the regular sugar free the,
0: Yeah, the regular, fully leaded Coke with cinnamon. And I'm going to give you my quick review. And then if you have the chance and the opportunity to experience it between now and whenever we pot again, you can certainly add your, your two cents worth at that point. But it was interesting because, as, as Jamie described it, and she tried it as well, and I, I guess I kind of had the same thought. I thought maybe it would be like a regular Coke experience with maybe a cinnamon candy type of taste, like a sweet cinnamon, but it literally tasted like they poured you know, some Coke into a glass and then took a stick of cinnamon like you would use to bake and just threw it in there. I still am on the fence on whether I even like it or not. It was just, it surprised
1: me. What's the sweet cinnamon for you? Cinnamon is naturally sweet. But is it? Sweetening.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a spice, technically.
1: It has a sweet, sweeter flavor than say like uh, cumin or something
0: I mean yeah I wouldn't try cumin coke
1: <laughs> <laughs> especially since it's spelled cumin yeah, coke yeah because it's spelled cumin
0: coke that's the main reason <laughs> I would not try that um, but no I, I, I think I, I don't know like a, the, the, again the sweet cinnamon candy type flavor that I'm describing is like
1: like a a red atomic s- fireball or a, uh what's the I mean that, Mike and Ike's, the yeah red hot, hot tamales
0: there you go Hot tamales, cinnamon.
1: So it's What's got. The cinnamon, Mike and Ike. Hot tamales.
0: Hot tamales. So it's got that strong back end, but, you know, once you eat half a box full, <laughs> as I've done many times, it no longer stings. Um, it burns a little. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. Oh, no
1: longer burns. No longer burns, yeah. <laughs> so there's no there's no burn to this, though, right?
0: No. There definitely isn't a burn. I mean, other than I wonder the if
1: carbonation. I, if I wonder if I just sprinkle some cinnamon in my Diet Coke if I'll get the same experience.
0: Do you have some down there in the in the downstairs with you? Some cinnamon? Cinnamon?
1: Yeah. No. I don't.
0: I love that you literally look to the side. Uh, according like, to the
1: us.coca-cola.com, t- yes. there's only a full sugar cinnamon.
0: Coca-Cola. Yeah, I'm very upset about that.
1: That's weird. I feel like uh, Coke Zero and Diet Coke sells more than regular Coke. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just my combined. I'm sure it does. I think cooks I'm surprised well, I guess my point is I'm surprised they don't make it. Mm. If they're introducing a new flavor in uh in a sugar free form. Mm-hmm.
0: You would think. Anyway, so try to find it between now and next week. I'm chewing my last bite of food here in case everyone can't tell.
1: I think we talked about this before, and uh, I'm looking at the FAQs on some of this, and I'm on the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, as it is now called, Yes. page, and one of the questions is, why are you changing the name to Coke Zero Sugar? It says, our research showed us that many people didn't realize that Coke Zero didn't contain sugar or calories, so we're changing the name to Coca-Cola Zero Sugar to be as clear as descriptive as possible. What fucking moron does not understand that Coke Zero... I don't know, half of America? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't and, – and by the way, if you're that concerned with calories, look at the can. It is federally yeah, mandated calories. that you post that uh, information. Well, maybe they table.
1: got the sugar-free sugar. Yeah, no shit. Um, also, adding zero sugar to me <laughs> – if you knew what Coca-Cola Zero was before, right. now you're confused. Is this Coca-Cola Zero <laughs> with sugar? With sugar? Because <laughs> you don't necessarily read it as a sentence. Is this like a jolt reboot? Zero and sugar. Zero is bolder than sugar is. Yeah, so I know.
0: It it's. Funny. It was a really stupid rebranding. And it was – when they first <laughs> – this happened several months ago. I remember when it first – maybe even a year or more when it first happened that the two liters which I think I, we
1: talked about it when we saw that they changed it to zero sugar maybe just briefly they may that, have
0: they may have but the two liters looked a lot more there was a lot more red because it used to be that Coca-Cola Zero the two liter was all black the labeling was all black now it has like this big red sun rising out of the back and I was like it, it was pretty confusing I mean standard Coke is almost all red Coke Zero yes. smartly initially was all black and now there's like this conglomerate I don't know what's happening here they're highlighting different words. So, one is bold, one is not. It says sugar on it. Does it have if they sugar, really want know. to
1: confuse people? Apparently, they have a product called I knew Coca-Cola all along, Life, but I'm just saying which I had not, um, which I I guess I'd heard of, but never really thought about before. So Coca-Cola or Coke Life is that's the it's green sweetened can. with cane sugar and stevia leaf a- extract. So it has yep. 35 fewer calories than leading colas. So like, if you want to confuse people, that's the one. It's like. Half Diet Coke, basically.
0: And by the way, I, I don't see much of that anymore. It's a it's a very weird green looking can. It almost looks like a. Yeah, it's um, green. It looks like a. Lac- they're croix definitely getting rid of cane. that soon.
1: That's not going to stay around. Yeah,
0: they should. That was a stupid decision to try to market that. And and again, like just you're you're on one side or the other. You either want no sugar, or you want all the sugar. I don't need half stevia, half. What'd you say? Half cane sugar. <laughs> Come on. If I want cane yeah. sugar, I'll have a Mexican Coke, as they call it. If I don't want cane sugar, I'm going to have Coke Zero. The flavor's similar.
1: Stevia's terrible, by the way. Yeah,
0: Stevia makes everything bad. It tastes like... I don't, even know, I don't even know what it tastes like. That's the problem. It tastes like chemicals. That's my issue with Stevia. Stevia! That always reminds me of Activia, Stevia. though. Stevia!
1: Yeah. Activia!
0: Anyway, so check it out. Check out the Cinnamon Coke if you get a chance. Jiggity check. I'm sure they sell it at your local grocer. Sure. I would assume. Life, maybe not. Coke Life. Coke Life. A little harder to find.
1: Coke Life is a great name. That's <laughs> what they should have called Coke Zero. Coke Life. Get like temporary tato- tattoo tattoos for people to put across their bellies. <laughs> tattoos, tattoos that people to put across their bellies that say Coke Life. Coke Life. Fuck yeah.
0: Across your belly, not. Nah. I mean, they're... just go forehead if you're if you're like a gorilla Fed market. Life. No, I understand, but put it on your forehead let people see it. <laughs> I know you're picturing people I guess if on the it's beach. temp but... tattoo. Yeah, if it's temp tattoo, I I do that. Pay people ten bucks to get it. I guess tattoo. it's I guess it's a
1: good point. The people that are probably drinking Coke Life, assuming it's a zero not a, calorie soda, or not, not, not shirtless, not ripped in the ab department. <laughs>
0: yeah, worst marketing campaign ever. It's a bunch of fat asses.
1: Yourself included. <laughs> not yourself, myself. I know what you meant. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Present company. But not a bad idea if you want to go that way. Give it a <laughs> shot. Have a Coke. Coke life. Um, but in addition to cinnamon Coke, I think we talked about this last time, there's also a new Sprite flavor. It's called like Wintry Mix or something. I don't know what it is. It sounds like it's just cranberry <laughs> it's Sprite. It's not
1: called Wintry Mix. It's
0: I'm serious. It's they, they ripped it straight from the Weather Channel. It's called Wintry Mix. I may look it up. 60%. Yeah, look it up. You have faster internet than me. We'll wait. I'll do some falsetto singing while you're gone. Activity.
1: Sprite winter spiced See, cranberry.
0: Not far from what I said. <clears throat> and like I said, I said, it's a cranberry. mix. Cranberry
1: and sprite. With the headline, maybe don't shake this gift.
0: wop. <laughs> oh, you're you're being serious. It actually. Said...
1: <laughs> yeah, it does I say. It. I don't on. know if that's a headline. Maybe but...
0: don't. Sh- yeah, no, that's a good point. Why? How disappointing would Christmas morning be? If you open up a gift and it was a six-pack of <laughs> shake spray. up a gift.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mom. But honey, it's uh, limited
0: edition. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is soda. <laughs> that should just be in the cupboard. Why did you wrap it? I don't, I'm confused
1: what's happening. Yeah, just You can hand me one. I'll drink it, but uh, yeah, don't wrap it. Now
0: it's not refrigerated. i got to put it in the fridge and wait for lunch. Like, uh, I don't, I don't also, get it.
1: Also, this shit does not seem to be in a diet version the fuck, man.
0: Yeah, it's pretty weak. And I was at um, with the Firehouse Subs this weekend. They have the Freestyle. And last holiday season, I recall the Freestyles having the holiday beverages. And I was very excited about it. Yeah, they had, they I mean, had, they had holiday
1: have, mixes last year. Yeah,
0: they don't have it. Or they didn't have these two we're talking about. You could probably have made eh, something I similar. Be, I bet
1: it's to come. I mean... They do have Sprite Cherry Zero okay, as a standard flavor now.
0: Well that's good. I mean it literally is good. Oh, I've sorry. had it
1: before. Sprite cherry zero sugar. Alright, we get it. Which I, I guess I guess they extended that naming convention across all their properties. Oh man. Thanks, Sprite. I was confused.
0: Yeah. Tastes different. Oh.
1: Yeah. It's... Since we're talking about sodas. Sure. Have you seen they have Sprite Limonade
0: now? Sprite Limonade.
1: I think they have a, Sprite, I think they have a zero a limonade zero they do in freestyle at least so sprite is the lemon lime carbonated beverage correct but they have something called lemonade, okay. which i guess is more lemonade flavored sure I don't
0: maybe they just take uh, out the lime
1: just, it says just a splash makes all the difference sprite lemonade is sprite plus lemonade hmm. okay not interested. Isn't that kind of what Sprite is already? Yeah,
0: but I mean you know lemonade has a little more of a punch. Maybe there's a pulp situation happening, probably like not with a carbonated beverage, but more
1: um, piss-colored or something.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it looks more like a Just put some put some yellow food coloring in there and call it a day. Clear bottle sitting next to a Yeah, it's got Sprite. lemonade, don't worry about it.
0: Sprite lemonade. Do they have that in zero?
1: I think they do they do I'm pretty sure they do on freestyle machines anyway, okay,
0: oh boy, to the computer we go, yeah, I just say also is this is it sold in cans or is it sold in like glass bottles? This feels like a glass bottle beverage
1: sold in cans and and bottles not not glass bottles, but
0: two liters or twenty ounce,
1: yeah, yeah. twenty ounces.
0: I'll check that out. I've not seen that. I probably wouldn't it's been like out it
1: for but... a while, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they have like a. They have a TV spot featuring pioneering hip hop duo. Ray <laughs> <Well> <laughs> known <Pioneering> Murd? Well, <laughs> i' have no fucking idea how to pronounce that. Okay. They look sort of like a. Uh, Migos knockoff. Mm-hmm. and if I remember correctly, they sound kind of like that. but
0: but if they're pioneering, are they not older gentlemen?
1: No, they no. are they're fresh hip-hop. seventeen. I would guess. Oh my
0: God. I mean, that is Sprite's audience. I gotta give them credit. They... Uh,
1: I guess they launched it at the NBA All-Star weekend last year.
0: Now we're making sense.
1: Yeah, that and I don't see limonade in zero, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It probably doesn't. It's fine.
0: I'm not gonna try it. It's not gonna happen. I, I, I just—I'm not a lemonade guy. It always gives me heartburn because of the pulp. What? I think. How Fucking old are you? Forty. <clears throat> how old, oh, yeah. How old are you? <laughs> no, but it always—I mean, even when I was a kid, lemonade just, I lemonade
1: just—I don't know. Lemonade gives you heartburn.
0: It would always come back up like a couple hours later. Not that I was vomiting, but it was just—you know—I'd burp Curse. and be like, "Ugh, there's that, there's that lemon pulp back in the throat." Hey, how you doing? No, not for you? No, thank you. I'm not saying what you like All right, what else we got? Anyway, oh, off topic or off list, I should say, but related to what we're talking about. Um, do you guys even have Trader Joe's out near you? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I've, in the few times I've visited, we've never actually been to a Trader Joe's. I didn't know.
1: I believe they're nationwide. I mean, we don't have one super close. It's probably like 10, 15 minutes
0: away. Close enough. Um... So Jamie went on...
1: There are, there are a half dozen grocery stores closer than Trader Joe's, but we go there.
0: Which is why I've probably never been with you. But uh, Jamie went on Sunday, and I was happy that she came home.
1: Oh, shit.
0: With the name... Time. Yeah, the namesake of, or at least the picture sake, if you will, of this <laughs> podcast, which is the Candy Can JoJo's. It's the season. Tis the season. It's past Halloween, so it's time for the Candy Can JoJo's. In addition, and this is where what I, what I wanted to bring up... Not just to let the people know the Candy Can JoJo, JoJo's are now available. First of all,
1: the people before I even go to the second
0: thing that I was talking about, that I was going to talk about, they're they're such a hot item that they only had gluten-free Candy cane JoJo's at Trader Joe's. What?
1: I have yet, they're all gluten-free, right?
0: I don't think so. This was a special box. Is that a
1: separate I, thing?
0: I have yet to try them. I'm scared to because I don't want it to ruin the image in my mind that is the Candy cane JoJo's, but... I'll probably give it a whack here. Maybe maybe right after this podcast. We'll see. What are you finding? You're you're researching on the internet? I'm looking. Hold on. Okay. Hunting high and low. Low and high. Mm, The internet's failing you. I'm just looking. Calm down. (laughs) It's a podcast. We can't have dead air. All right. While you're looking for that, I'll mention the you can other thing. say
1: something else. While you're looking it's a for gluten-free that. Gluten-free <clears throat> JoJo's, product review. Nope, that's not candy cane. I think they're all gluten-free.
0: It could be. I'll let you know if they are. Hopefully that's the case. Because there's
1: a... I think un- they probably made them all gluten-free, I'm going to guess.
0: Also possible. There's an unopened box sitting on my counter right now that I'm afraid to open for fear that it will ruin my perspective of the candy cane JoJo's. But... In addition to coming home with a box of candy cane JoJo, she also came home with—I hate to say this—arguably my favorite cookie from Trader Joe's, specifically seasonal cookie, which is the gingerbread men. Have you had those? They have like a white fudge backing.
1: Gingerbread mint. Men,
0: men. They're little gingerbread men. Oh, cookies. gingerbread
1: men. Uh, yeah. I, th- I feel like I've. Do they come in a big tub? Are they small? They're they're men. Yes. Many men. Your men and men. men in,
0: Man, wish death upon Man me.
1: Wish death upon me. Uh,
0: yes, they do. They're not a... I mean, they don't come in a tub. <laughs> yes, thank you. Shout Ginger out. Gingerbread unit. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, Off the rails. Uh, it looks like there is... So I'm looking at a vegetarian or a vegan blog. and okay. They have... Candy Cane JoJo's are vegan, but the gluten-free version are not, so that would suggest those are two separate products.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. And the reason I was pretty sure of that is because although you never listen to or look at our website for the podcast um, because we had that as our background I don't remember seeing gluten free on the picture in the background
1: True of our I website. I was wondering if they changed I understand or if yeah took out took out a a little gluten ingredient and t- determined that they were now gluten free it's basically the same recipe A
0: reasonable potential and assumption
1: made, And because people are crazy for gluten-free. Maybe they just, you know, called it out where they didn't give a shit before and the recipe hadn't changed much.
0: But not to sidetrack our own conversation, but we do this all the time anyway. <laughs> um, you know, as a vegetarian yourself, do you eat many gluten-free products? Like intentionally, do you
1: seek uh, them out? Well, gluten-free doesn't have anything to do with being vegetarian. I understand so that, you know, but
0: you're just a man of restriction. Meat and I eat anything. Uh, I mean, you'll eat dog shit for five hundred dollars. Uh, I don't,
1: as we well I don't seek. I mean, a lot of the shit. This is sort of my point. A lot of the shit they label gluten free. It's always been gluten free. They just put a label. They're like, yeah, it's a marketing corn thing. Corn chips. It's like no fucking shit, asshole. Those never had gluten in them. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, I or get or gluten free rice. Like, yeah, exactly. It's rice. Right. It's not.
0: But here, meat. let me let me let me tell you what I'm what I have in mind because I've come across. Uh, this. I, okay. It, go is ahead. is gluten free pizza? It's like. It's as if they just take the box that they delivered in and put the toppings on top of that. <laughs> gluten-free pizza is fucking terrible. So I'm wondering if you've ever had that experience or something similar, like something that we all eat
1: uh, and then we enjoy, I've had, but gluten-free. I've had the cauliflower crust sure. pizza sure. at, like, California Pizza Kitchen. I don't think it's technically gluten-free, but it's hmm. gluten-reduced or something, or it's not, okay. like, 100% gluten-free. Right. Um, that one... Was fine to me. I I feel like I've had gluten free. I think it depends on where you get it. It's it's usually quite a bit crispier. Sure. It's better. Like I've never had a thick, thicker gluten free crust. I it's haven't not either. As good as I haven't either. Legit pizza crust, obviously. No, not even close. It's hard to improve upon perfection, but <laughs> um, yes. it's the one thing I. What I was gonna say is, um, gluten free pretzels are actually really fucking delicious. Hmm. They're very crunchy. Like I wouldn't. Want them to wholly replace pretzels, but they are very good. Okay. If you ever, they're more expensive and you get fewer in a smaller bag, so it's not always the thing you want to reach for if you're looking for value, but they're quite tasty.
0: Low on the value scale, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean pizza's the only one I've the only food type I've ever encountered um, that I that I gave a shot to and it was a it was terrible. It was really bad like I would never make that mistake. And it wasn't even a mistake. It was a company function and we had multiple pizzas and obviously all the pizzas got devoured except for the one gluten-free pizza which was ordered <laughs> for one particular employee and he had a slice maybe two and I was like, "Well, I'll try it, you know. No harm in trying it." And then I immediately threw it away after my first bite. So, um, wow. It, it, it's it's bad. It's really
1: bad. It was extra disappointing. You sound like uh Adam Corolla. Yeah, When I'd still listen to his podcast, he would rant often about how they would buy a veggie pizza and no one would eat it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, we have to get fucking veggie pizzas for this one vegetarian and they have like two slices. I'm like, all right, first of all, it's not that big a deal if you're ordering multiple pieces. Second of all, people will always eat a cheese pizza (laughs) and usually will eat a veggie pizza. But so see that calm that's, the fuck down ass. That's
0: different. That's different. Veggie pizza versus gluten free. Or I've heard that same ramp, but he's talking about subs. He's like you know, he'd order subs for the shop or whatever, and he'd get one veggie sub. It's like, first of all Well, first of all, you're a multimillionaire. If you and, and you own the yeah, place, and you've got like you don't eight get employees, that sub. So yeah, if you don't get that down. sub, get another one. But second yeah. of all, if you have to ten bucks
1: st- out of your park pocket, chill out.
0: Right. If you happen to get stuck with the veggie one, it's not the end of the world. I mean, I'd be disappointed too, but it's not worth a 20-minute rant on the podcast. But again, the man talks for a living. So, I mean, we, we yeah, talk for does. an hour a week. He talks he does, for four he hours does a day. two or
1: three hours a day. So He's got to fill some
0: time. So, And if you listen to that one and or Dr. Drew and or any of his other podcasts, I'm sure he retells some stories. I think I've heard that on a couple different occasions in listening to yeah, some of the different podcasts. Yeah, he definitely
1: podcasts. recycles some stuff. But again...
0: I mean, what are you gonna do?
1: It's a shame he's gone. He's gone off the deep end, crazy. But um, he's a talented broadcaster. He just, oh, he's like, definitely talented. He's become they, a fucking nutjob Republican.
0: Well, they still do. He's a libertarian, but they still do. Uh, they do classics mm, on the weekends.
1: If you disagree. Want,
0: if you that's fine. If you want to listen to shows from you know four or five years ago, whenever it was that you were listening, they still do replay a lot of those classic episodes, which I just look at it. It's it's on my feed. I look at the, the guests and if it's someone I'm interested in, like Joel McHale is someone who comes on a lot and he always has good appearances because they'll go off, much like we go off on food and drink, they'll go <laughs> off for 20 minutes on just a completely made-up scenario, but they're both playing, and you can tell that it's made up and they're both playing into it really well. It's yeah, uh, yeah. it's pretty entertaining because Joel McHale obviously- David Allen
1: Guerrero was always one of my favorite guests.
0: Yeah, Dag is a- Dag is a good one. I mean, a classic, <laughs> classic comedian in living color. Can't top that.
1: Um, can do what you want to do.
0: <clears throat> I feel like, did I make my... I, yeah, I guess I did. I talked about the gingerbread men. So you, you really don't know the... Look up the gingerbread men. Trader Joe's gingerbread cookies. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you get sidetracked there with the gluten-free. <clears throat> I blame myself. Although I shouldn't. <clears throat> but they're, they're fucking amazing. Like, I... I, are
1: they are they crispy or are they more of a chewy?
0: No, they're crispy. They got a crunch. These to
1: mini them. gingerbread men—is that what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, they got the white fudge icing on the back. Mm. I think that's what makes it. I mean, it's a good gingerbread oh, cookie. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I've had those. Those are good.
0: Oh my god, so addictive. <laughs> like oh, legitimately. White fudge
1: would be another good nick, good rap name for me.
0: White fudge. <laughs> That works on yeah. a number a lot of different levels
1: actually. I know, that's what I'm saying.
0: Let me count the ways. White fudge. <laughs> if uh what is it? Sheets of rain. What's your other one? Sprinkle shits? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> light drizzle.
0: Light drizzle. <laughs> MC light drizzle. You forgot it. My God. Some rapper you are. But oh, you
1: distracted me by your bullshit Sheets of Rain.
0: <laughs> I like Sheets of Rain.
1: <laughs> Sheets of Rain sounds like an R and B group. I
0: know. That's what I mean. It's featuring <laughs> MC light drizzles. Fudge fudge toffee. What did you just say? <laughs> fudge something. Uh, white, white fudge. <laughs> fudge. <laughs>
1: or, v- or vanilla fudge would be good too.
0: Either way. Either way. It, it serves the same master there. That's a good one. Um, okay. So we can clear out a couple more of these. Uh, that
1: product is the Trader Joe's Mini Gingerbread Men.
0: It has a green
1: men. houndstooth background on the packaging if you're looking for it in the store.
0: Just had to squeeze in houndstooth into that, didn't you?
1: That's I mean, fun to say.
0: Uh, I, I could tell. I, I know you well. Um, you, know you know me. You know I love pod. to discuss Mini ginger patterns
1: bread. on packaging. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so two more quick ones and then we'll call it a pod. All right, I, let's do it. I'm assuming you've never watched this show, but have you ever had the privilege of watching The Masked Singer?
1: uh I have not watched it I've seen the promos but I've never watched it
0: okay so you under but you understand the premise
1: this is basically where Marshmallow came from right
0: I don't know if that's true or not but I I get the reference no, if you're it's trying not. to make a joke I don't think okay. it's true <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah I don't I don't believe so Marshmallow without I mean, w, it might
1: be I have, fuck I have no idea I don't, I don't think, think so. Marshmallow sings I think he just no makes
0: he's music. a DJ yeah he just gets paid a quarter million dollars <laughs> to go to Ibiza and hang out with topless women um But in any event, so the base, essentially, yeah, essentially the mass Singer is, you take like a C or below, C, D, or F list celebrity, and you put them in this, these ridiculous outfits, like a scorpion, or a tarantula, or I I don't know why I'm just thinking of arachnids all of a sudden, but, or, you know, like the wolf.
1: Or say a spider, or Or an octopus. Yeah,
0: you get my point. Something Something with with eight eight legs. legs, Yeah. (laughs) Or the octagon Anyway, um
1: you put them in these crazy outfits
0: and when, and they come out a
1: stop and stop sign.
0: That's a, that's, that's, that's going to, no, that's a good try. Um, but they come out and you know, the, the hosts or the, I guess the judges who are, I don't know who any of them are anymore. I've already forgot. Oh, Jenny McCarthy is also one.
1: Also F list celebrities. Oof, Correct. Lore.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> former, former F list celebrities. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Um, the guy from, um, actually respect him as a comic the, singled out no not no not chris Harwood. <laughs> the, uh, the the asian he's guy he's too busy
1: being successful
0: yes he really yeah with his his own podcast network and talking dead and all that but the guy from um from the hangover the asian guy ken jong is his name
1: oh ken jong um I, I don't understand his career he clearly has enough money but he does stupid shit it's it's he does good shit too, but he like doesn't seem to say no to many projects. It's depressing to see him on this show, based on what, what you're telling him. me. Also, right now.
0: by the way, he's a doctor. He's legitimately a medical doctor. He has a license. Like, why is he doing these terrible? I mean, I guess he's making more money as a as a celebrity game show host at this point. But um, in any yes. event, so it's it's got the two of them and some other people that I don't care or don't recognize I, the point is I Jenny watched
1: McCarthy it for, and Ken Jong. <laughs>
0: yeah. Amongst others. I watched it for like One six of those minutes. Okay. Yeah. I watched it for like six minutes last week and I'm just going to reveal this. So spoiler alert, if you're following along on the show or you have it on your DVR, the, the mask singer of the moment was Raven Simone of, in my opinion, the Cosby show of fame. That's the only thing I know her from. She's like 34 years old now. But I remember her as the annoying, like, long after the Cosby show had jumped the shark, there was a young girl who came on. I think it was Denise's daughter or somebody. Yes,
1: it was. It was Raven-Smoke. Actually, I think she was, was she Denise's daughter or just the daughter of the man Denise married?
0: Could have been that, it was, too. like,
1: the soldier guy. I don't know if it was actually Denise's child. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. That's what I remember her from when she was, like, literally three or four years old.
1: But she, has some, she had some show called That's So Raven, right? She had
0: That's So Raven. That's where she made her mark. She had a couple other Disney spinoff shows. Apparently she was, or she is, either is or was, I don't know, like a plus-size model. Like she's a fashion designer. She's produced music and put out records. Oh,
1: yeah produced music fashion designer these are bullshit things that famous people do
0: these are things that stuff your resume after your career dies. hey
1: can I put my name on this sure
0: right it'll help sell and you'll get 20% in any event so she comes out and she sings some song I don't remember what song none of this matters the point is the show is horrible but
1: (laughs) it's these types of shows
0: Along with your American Idols and your, you know, so you think you can dances or whatever, so, wait, you get like ten million Let me, viewers let me back a
1: week. up. Since I've yeah. ne- never seen this show, sure. Is the premise you listen to the person sing? They're wearing a mask, so you can't see their identity, Correct. and you're supposed to guess who they are. Do they give clues or something, or are you just supposed to be able to tell by their vocal quality?
0: I honestly don't really know, but I believe because <laughs> I again when I when I when we flipped it on, she was mid song, and then afterwards they ask her a few questions. That she answers. Is she a good singer? I mean, she's alright. It wasn't terrible. She can
1: carry a tune, but I, she's not completely tone-deaf.
0: It could have been auto tuned as she was it could have been it could have been recording. That's I don't know. Fair. She's wearing a fucking Scorpion suit or whatever <laughs> I said. So So, um, but again, she she answers a few questions afterwards and her voice is like vocoded over, so you can't tell from the speaking gotcha. voice who she is. And then she walks off stage and all the judges kind of speculate on who they think it is based on the answers. And then here's the other thing that was horrible about it. They came back from commercial and they're like, all right, now we're going to reveal who it is. And the co-host or the whatever, I mean, the person up on stage, not one of the judges is like, all right, we're going to pull our mask off. And there's like this big fake struggle where they're trying to pull the mask off. And it's like, Oh no, you're hurting me. And it's like, they're trying, you know, and the judges are like, Oh my God, what's happened? The whole thing just annoyed this living shit out of me. <laughs> it's like, we know all this is fake. And again, I've only seen that one episode, six minutes total. I'm assuming they do this every single time they pull off the mask of the person, and sure enough, it was Raven Simone. And two of the two of the five or so—I think there's five judges—had actually guessed that it was Raven Simone, um, and so you know they were all proud of themselves. But it's just—I what I heard—I heard this on ESPN actually—is that I think like it wasn't Antonio Brown. There was some wide receiver, maybe Juju Smith-Schuster. Some wide receiver was, like, the big reveal of season one. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. it. It was it was someone that was relatively well-known. But until you have, like, oh, it's LeBron James or, you know, oh, it's, I don't know, think of some A or B list celebrity. I just, I don't see how anyone can possibly care about a show like this. Like, they're not revealing anything, any celebrities that we care about. Again, it was Raven Simone. Like sure. that Someone known, but
1: oh, it's Khloe Kardashian. Cool. Yeah, great. She's probably actually too famous for that. She's way too famous. Like.
0: Far too many Instagram followers. So, <laughs> I guess the point <clears throat> the point is, if you come across this show, keep going.
1: Keep, Don't watch it. Keep surfing the net. Um, so, it, like, is it a game that you can play along with at home? I I assume sure. so. Like, did you guess who it was? I again, I I came you're in like, with is the song it? It's and, Rudy, and you're like, nope, right. Rudy. <laughs> That's so Raven. It's not Keisha Knight-Smith.
0: No, Keisha Knight- Is that her name? Pullman? Pullman.
1: Pullman. Yeah. Whatever. Um,
0: Yes, you can. You can play along. And again, I probably missed the part where she gave away the the relevant clues that would help these people come to this conclusion. Because two of them did guess her... Um, but it's just, the voice again is vocoded over and it's just, it's,
1: Oh, wait, wait. Do so they have, annoying. is it a game show? Like, are there people no. trying to guess or is it just like a just panel? The like just the panel of judges. The, that dude show. What's it called?
0: That dude show.
1: Um, <laughs> shit. I can't remember the, I can't remember the name of it. It doesn't matter. The guy on MTV that does, has like the warehouse and he's a skater. And then he oh. shows clips from YouTube of people eating shit. Oh,
0: Ridiculousness? What's the name of that show?
1: Yeah, Ridiculousness. <laughs> I fucking love that show. <laughs> for some reason, The, the, the Dude Show. <laughs>
0: the Dude Show. I mean, he's had multiple shows. He had Robin Big. He had Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory.
1: Robin Big, Rob Deerdeck I could not remember what Rob his name Dyrdek. was yeah. for some reason. And
0: now he has Ridiculousness, which we watch. He's
1: probably too famous to be in the mask. Oh, I'm guessing.
0: Far too, no, far too famous,
1: <laughs> in my
0: opinion. I love Rob. I love ridiculousness.
1: Well, I feel... I mean, if you think about it, I feel like raven Simone's peak was higher than Rob Deck's, but he probably has a higher yeah. profile now than she does.
0: Hers. It was so long ago for her. That's the thing.
1: It's like, yeah, where's the fair. relevance
0: here? I don't know. It was just very bizarre. Um, and, last point, and then we're going to call it a pod. In between, like I said, well, they came back from commercial and pulled off the head of this person one of the commercials in between was a commercial that this type of commercial comes around every holiday season and i just don't understand it i want to know if you know anyone that's like this and it was a i think it was just like a gm commercial or something it was a car commercial and it's 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 christmas themed the wife let comes. me guess
1: they put a bow on the car
0: Actually, no, but you're getting, you're, you're, you're along the same lines here. The wife comes in, she's bought like Fitbits for her and the husband. She puts them down the kitchen counter of this $1.9 million house. You know, it's a 20, 28 year old couple <laughs> puts down the Fitbits and is like, honey, I got us matching, you know, matching watches or maybe they're Apple watches, whatever they're supposed to be. And he's like, oh, great. He's like, come here. I got to show you what I got us. It's, it's matching as well. And he walks out, and it's like oh, two,
1: two cars, yeah, two
0: yeah. Suburbans, or like one's a ninety thousand dollar Suburban, <laughs> one's a seventy five thousand dollar pickup, and she like runs over to the the dark. I got one.
1: you like, the uh, the lower tier XLT. It only has it's
0: uh, it's like you know
1: leather trim. When it's all said done, it's like honey. I'm Every I other s- surface.
0: Yes, exactly. It's like honey. I spent seven hundred fifty dollars on us, and he's like, I spent one hundred sixty grand <laughs> on our Christmas gift. It's just, it's. And and Lexus and it's always this one wasn't like I said, but it's normally Lexus or Mercedes. It's like
1: Lexus definitely does the uh, Christmas the bow. bow on yeah, top the bow, of the car. One hundred percent. I don't I think we talked about this last year about giving getting a car for Christmas is such bullshit. We
0: may have. I don't know these types of people. I don't know where they live. I don't know what they do for a living. But I need to find out because I'm interested. If you're hiring, let It's me know. funny.
1: When we were kids, I remember I'd see. Uh, like Best Buy catalogs, where they'd be like Sto- stocking stuffers, and it was mm-hmm. CDs, and I'm like, stocking? Who's gonna fucking CD as a stocking stuffer? It's like, then at at Best Buy, it was probably like seventeen dollars, but I'm like, sure. are you getting multiple ones of these just as an appetizer for your gift? <laughs> like, how much are people fucking spending at Christmas? Yeah, I like now it. that doesn't seem quite so extravagant, but right. it, I know like my main gift was like four cd you know what i mean like right. I was, it was it sort of tracks with you like who's getting a fucking car for christmas no one absolutely or no even one. two fitbits i bought us a pair of fitbits <laughs> <laughs> i was like all right settle down yeah it
0: was uh, I, I don't know those commercials just uh, they just drive me nuts and
1: not that a fitbit is that elaborate but the idea of this is just sort of like a little throwaway gift that i got you right yeah. That, that was the thing about cds not that cds like an amazing gift or anything it's just like oh here's a little just a little knickknack like well, we were getting like packs of gum in our stockings not that i like i don't care i don't need massive gifts in my stocking i was just like sounds like this you is do. a stocking stuff i get that it's smallish but right it's not it's not like under five dollars
0: yeah, no, 100%. The, the stocking, and, and again, it's just a difference in how you're you're raised, I suppose. Obviously, we were raised the same way. That's um, <laughs> so not, not what I was applying. Um, but no, the stocking was for candy, essentially. Like I'd get Skittles, I'd get Tic Tacs, I'd get gum. Or trinkets
1: um, or, yeah. Little,
0: you know, maybe a little toy car little or something when I was much younger. I don't, I don't recall that. But, you know, a matchbox car or something. I could see that's just, A, something that would fit in the stocking, which in our stockings, the CD probably would not have fit. And I may have gotten a tape yeah. back in the day. I don't know. Um, but B, it's just, I mean, that, yeah, that was the warm-up. That was the you know, the the, the throwaway gifts. And you finished that, then you had breakfast, and then you went to the big gifts. And that's kind of how it worked. And we'll go more in-depth on this on a show in December, I'm sure. <laughs> so I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. but
1: um, Yes, that's weird. Anyway,
0: okay. So yeah, the, that Christmas car commercial just annoyed the living shit out of me. And they need to stop doing that because it's setting unrealistic expectations for a certain percentage of the population across the United States. you're going to get matching. Should cars. we talk
1: about? Should we talk about college football? Mm. Sure. I saw that the rankings were out again. Oh yeah, I they. I think didn't come when out you type this list up, Clemson was out of the top four. They were. Now they are squarely in. Their third they Should be now. third.
0: Yeah, I didn't see them, but I assume they're third. I assume it's LSU, Ohio State, Clemson. And I don't know who 4th, 5th, and 6th are. I didn't see it. it, uh, it Alabama was, was
1: out when I looked earlier. That does not surprise me. They were me. like 5th.
0: I assume Georgia is 4th, um, Alabama 5th, and probably Oregon 6th. Is that correct? Again, uh, we're recording this let November me look. 12th. Tuesday night, November 12th. I have not looked. I'm speculating let, based on my let me look. deep knowledge of college football. LSU. <laughs>
1: Ohio State on ESPN let's see LSU is number one Ohio State number two Uh, Georgia Ohio State two Clemson three Georgia four Alabama Oregon Oregon, Utah yeah this weekend so so does that mean like I don't know enough about remaining schedules and stuff does that mean if everybody wins out that Alabama will not be in the playoffs yes and they get some sort of legacy vote assuming they have the same record <clears throat> as Georgia or whatever well, there's
0: a lot of controversy around that because so and we won't spend too much time on this because no one including you cares but Georgia <laughs> has one loss this... I brought it up no I know I, you're I, right. I think
1: it's kind of interesting because I sorry when when Clemson was ranked number five they were still unbeaten correct and they were basically ranked number five because of the game that was happened the night before
0: yeah. 2 nights before your wedding. North Carolina, they won Where by a they
1: point. defeated North Carolina, but <laughs> not convincingly enough.
0: Correct. Well, and also uh, and obviously it, the the four teams ahead of them last week were also undefeated. So that's why Penn State Yes, was a but
1: I mean they they, they had this they were they were undefeated as well, Correct. but they won one of their games by a small margin. more closely than they did, which Correct. And it was basically it was basically a strength of schedule vote, which is like I was like, oh, "How is that their fault?" I mean, I don't really give a shit, but I was. It seemed weird to me that
0: it's not. The answer is it's not their fault, but they play in the ACC, and the ACC, aside from Clemson, has not a lot of good teams. Wake Forest is the only other ranked team, and that's actually yeah. who we're playing this coming weekend. Um, but here's here's how it's going to go down. So LSU is number one. Obviously, if LSU wins out, they stay number one. No, no problem. Uh, Ohio State is number two. Ohio State has to play Penn State on, not this weekend, I think it's Thanksgiving weekend maybe, or maybe the weekend before, like the 20th, November 20th, 21st, something like that. So that game will be a big game. If Ohio State loses, they're probably out, which is a lot of people will be upset about because they say that all season long they've been saying Ohio State's the most complete football team. Obviously, if Clemson wins out, which they expect to do, they, they will be... They
1: just play Wake Forest and USC, right?
0: They play Wake Forest, and they have a bye week, and they play USC, and then they play the ACC championship where they will play who knows what team because the Coastal ACC, like I think the team in front right now is Virginia, who was like four and three in the conference. Like it's it's all jumbled up. It's like the, It was like the NBA Western Conference last year. You can go from, from first to fifth with one loss sort of thing. So they'll play some in the ACC championship, probably beat them, and then they'll be in. Um, and then where it gets interesting, though, is four and five. So, Georgia, their only loss this season was to South Carolina, a very close game, but they lost to South Carolina, who this weekend yeah. lost to Appalachian State. So, that's a horrible loss <laughs> on Georgia's schedule. However, Alabama's only loss was this past weekend to LSU, 46 to 41, in a very high flying, high scoring, competitive back and forth game. So,
1: yeah theoretically the top four teams
0: yes it was two versus three like that's at that point
1: so yeah i know i'm saying like that seems like a a much better loss loss.
0: so i'm saying all this to say it might stay the way it is all the way through the end of the season and then in the last rankings i would not be shocked at all if alabama vaulted over georgia and they got kicked out but the the big question is and i don't even go ahead. so
1: you're saying the rankings this week is just a penalty for like a a recency bias. They <laughs> like had to drop Georgia it. lost longer ago than Alabama did. I mean, because th- they have the same record. They do have the same it record. See, like Georgia lost to a shittier team, undeniably.
0: Correct. Here, I think here's how the committee probably looked at it, and how most of America looked at it: is last week again, it was Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State, Clemson, Georgia. So Clemson, Georgia were five and six. Penn State lost number four ranked team last week, Alabama lost number three ranked team. So they just couldn't keep them in there. They just had to kick them out. And by kicking them out teams five and six just simply moved up and filled in that gap. So again, it wouldn't surprise me if next week, depending on what happens this weekend, Georgia and Alabama flip, or at any point in the next couple of weeks, Georgia and Alabama flip, um, just depending on what happens. But again, it's still early. There's still three or four weeks of games left to play, not including conference championships it'll probably all decide itself um but it, it's yeah but uh, i
1: guess if like we're talking about if the teams win out or whatever
0: yeah
1: how do you justify one team getting better assuming strength of schedule is similar well again and like what, how do you ju- how do you justify putting alabama over georgia
0: it depends. If they, At that if, point, it, it, I, don't, I don't know who their opponents are specifically in the, over the, the final couple of weeks of the season, but
1: well, let's just for argument's sake, let's yeah. assume they're similar or the same,
0: and that they both went out. If they both went Not out the same team, the same strength, of I
1: understand. Schedule, roughly, I understand.
0: I understand. If Alabama and Georgia both went out with equally impressive victories, then I don't think you can put Alabama in front of Georgia. But if Alabama starts spanking people by eighty points and Georgia's squeaking by, Sure. Or if those sorts of things happen, that's what's going to be. Yeah, I guess there's enough
1: factors where. Yeah. Even if maybe they shouldn't, they can justify it by, like, they won by a margin of 20 points versus seven or whatever. Right. And again, the thing that that I. The last three games.
0: The thing that I don't know enough about in the SEC, because I don't follow the SEC really, is someone is playing in the SEC championship. It's probably LSU and it's somebody else, but I don't know who that other team is going to be. If it is. Let's say it is Georgia, then that could be a death knell for them. They'll, they probably wouldn't want to play, and that way Alabama is just sitting back watching that game, watching Georgia get stomped by LSU, which is probably what would happen, and then Alabama would jump in front of them. So it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a very weird, weird situation that can happen at the end of the season. It's happened every year they've had this where the first four teams that come in initially, it never ends that way. There's always some movement because there's still 6 weeks left in the season or 5 weeks left in the season. So we'll see what happens. I, I think Ohio State's probably a lock unless Penn State knocks them out, which would be amazing. Um, and I think that I think obviously not just cuz I'm a fan, but I think Clemson will stay in there as well. They have they have the easiest path like as a percentage they are the highest they have the highest likelihood of of making it in staying in the final four because they have the easiest path to the championship. So
1: hmm.
0: we'll see. But yeah, there'll they'll be some more jostling for sure. Hopefully Penn State will be Ohio State. Hopefully Georgia and Alabama lose again just for the shits and giggles and Oregon moves up, which <laughs> would be crazy. I don't know. I mean, any, anything could happen. It truly is. Uh, that's, that's what makes it entertaining, um, amongst other things. I mean, I just like watching the sport too. But
1: So, so just one more question, looking yeah. down at these rankings. Boise State has a rank has a record of 8-1, and one, as do some other teams. They're ranked... Twenty-first. That's just a strength of schedule.
0: Yeah, they, penalty for them. They play in the Mountain West. I mean, they play. You know, I don't know. They play Air Force teams like that. Like they play teams that are just not.
1: Yeah, hard. I guess Baylor is nine and zero at thirteen. Yeah, Minnesota's Cincinnati undefeated. Eight and one. Memphis? Min- is eight and one. Where's Minnesota? Minnesota. Are they top ten? Minnesota's eight. Okay. Yeah, they They're actually undefeated.
0: And see, they beat Penn State this weekend which was a very exciting game. I was texting Cousin Dave. It was kind of heartbreaking. Penn State probably should have won a couple different times. But, (laughs) um, I mean, that that was a riveting game. I watched every second of it. I didn't even record it, if that gives you any indication. Whoa. I was watching it with commercials, so hardcore sacrifice for me. Um, but, But, yeah, everyone's saying that, you know, Minnesota is the team that if everything pans out correctly, they could sneak in there and shock the world. Now they would have to beat Ohio State in the Big 10 championship, which is very unlikely, but if they stay undefeated, they will play them and we'll see. We'll see what happens. So,
1: is Minnesota known for having a football program no, at all? Like,
0: no. This was a, this was a big surprise. They're having a Or any sports program? I mean, they had a good basketball team back in the day. Tubby Smith was their coach back in the early to mid 2000s, former Kentucky coach. They had a decent program, but I mean, I think their ice hockey programs Second to none. Probably
1: top-notch. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Top-notch indeed. So, but yeah, we'll continue to watch this. We'll talk about it as we get closer to Thanksgiving or the week after, I suppose. And uh, give you guys the full deets on that.
1: All right. uh, Blazers win? All right. Uh, It's third quarter. They are getting their asses handed to them by Sacramento. Wow. I'm not kidding, sadly. Well, they're down by... 12 they could easily come back but Sacramento is out hustling them and out rebounding them by a lot just from the eye test
0: hmm. not good at all well we'll see we'll see what happens tough start to the year for some teams Golden State certainly and, yeah how well, much time is left third quarter
1: yeah there's there's a minute left in the third quarter I mean Fourth quarter is Lillard time, so... I believe maybe it's he'll just... Dame
0: time, as I've seen on no, every fuck fucking No, fuck that bullshit. ESPN it's not Dame
1: break. time. He
0: did multiple commercials on ESPN for SportsCenter about Dame time.
1: I know. You're it saying started that's not out good... as Lillard time, then people started saying Dame time because they're fucking morons. Lillard time makes sense. You know why? Because it kind of sounds like Miller time, which was the original fucking thing you know. with the beer. Sponsor. Dame time does not make any sense at all. Game time. It uh, <laughs> It's Lillard time. <laughs> fuck that Dame time shit. Wow. I know that's something he endorses it, but fuck that. No, it's Lillard time. Always be Lillard time.
0: Okay, next week, whatever day we record, I want you to I want to get Kurt on the podcast and I want you guys to talk <laughs> about this for fifteen minutes about game time versus that way i can just take a break i can eat my dinner do whatever i need to do
1: <laughs> kurt will be like i don't care what <laughs> as long as he's playing awesome i don't care what we call it
0: oh he doesn't care all right well i need some i need That'll somebody be... else that's passionate specifically <laughs> if i can find somebody else's passion <laughs> on the other side and it's like yeah absolutely it's game time of course i mean on this kurt very probably... podcast you have bestowed the virtues of dame as you like to call him so I, how do you know i like
1: dame i don't mind calling him dame i just it's yeah, not Dame, Dame Time. time. Is... It's Lillard Time. It's always been Lillard Time. Then people started saying Dame Time. I'm like, you can't fucking just pick another name. Why don't we call it Damien Time? Or. Because that's stupid. Lillard Hour. Like, you can't just change <laughs> shit because you feel like it. Because games are more than an hour? I don't know. And quarters are less than an hour? Lillard Quarter. <laughs> Well, he, he's awesome for an hour. I mean, that's pretty pretty solid. I mean, that's
0: that's that's all you need in the NBA. You have a player that's awesome <laughs> for an hour. Have you you've seen oh, those ads, though, right? Since we're
1: talking about the NBA, just really yeah. quickly. Okay. Did you hear the uh, the AD quote where he said basically uh, the Chicago he feels his shoulder on every single play and it hurts, but he's just going to play through it?
0: Oh, I did not hear that, no. That was the quote?
1: More Obviously, that's not the exact quote, right. but that's basically what he said. Said, yeah, there's not a play that I don't feel it, uh, but I I just worry about recovery after the game, and I'm going to play through it. I was like,
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: what the fuck? First of all, why would you say that? Yeah,
0: that's not encouraging.
1: Seriously. Uh, injury prone, at least, or prone adjacent. Yes. Uh, is this really what you want yeah, to be I, saying? Do you have two know. solid I mean, he, he, players he, here, on your team?
0: Here's the way I think about it. I feel like basically every player, specifically the superstars in the NBA over 27 years old, are constantly playing with some level of injury. I think he's 26, so let's call it 26 years old. Are constantly playing with some level of injury. So I'm not surprised to hear that. I don't think I would admit it in a public interview.
1: Yeah, why why would you say it in public, I guess?
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't admit that in a public interview. I think that's stupid. But... I don't know. Whatever. Just make it make it to mid June, and then you can take a month off. I don't
1: care. <laughs>
0: Rest your shit. Because apparently, he wants to get be traded to Chicago at the end of the year. So. Yeah. That's what I thought you were asking so. about. I don't. I, I don't know. No, I no. Was, I think that was taken out of that's context.
1: That's That's another sweet rumor.
0: That's a Stephen A. Smith hot take that I think is kind of bullshit, but who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Time will tell. Anyway, okay. All right, um, we're not going
1: to do sibling dribblings. So I just wanted to. Throw that one at you,
0: Trey Young, forty-two points tonight. Hawks take down the Nuggets in Denver. Wow, just down the road. Balling. Yeah, Trey Young's going to get sophomore of the year if that's a thing. Probably not. It's not. Definitely not a thing. Anyway, okay. Uh, I'm going to tease it again. I thought about it in the shower earlier tonight, and we didn't get to it. But and I haven't listened to that other podcast. But I do want to do a the it's not sibling dribblings, but the the differences in growing up thing. I think we can do that maybe next week. I some, oh, yeah, yeah. forgot about it. Some what different do, have we decided that. what
1: we're talking about?
0: Nah, we'll just freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we actually talk about it? Um, but I, I thought about it in the shower, and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of an angle we could take. And then we just got talking about a bunch of unimportant stuff, as we always do. Uh, not that this is Not true.
1: This is crucial well, YouTube commentary.
0: Fair. Um, but anyway, so that's another tease for for next week. We'll try to do that. I'm actually traveling for work next week, so we'll have to figure out off-air when we're going to record. We'll, we'll make it happen. Um, so again, right. like, like thank our sponsors. <clears throat> These first two are both under the same umbrella. YouTube and Google Docs uh, for both making the pod a little better. Um, I'm also going to put the links up to all that shit that Todd was talking about earlier. Watercolor and black guys reacting to metal videos or whatever <laughs> the hell it was. Not and metal. classically
1: trained pianists.
0: And classically trained uh, eight, Korean, Korean woman. Is that what you said? I, be-
1: I believe she's Korean. Okay. I, Korean woman. I can't. I can't say for sure. Doing two You should watch time. that one on polyrhythm. that, I, that comes up.
0: Is it's, is that what the link was or the link is? I should say
1: uh, it's to her channel, but okay, I'll find That's it. the most recent video. Yeah, that, so it's the probably... two four
0: time, three four time, whatever the hell you were talking about. That does sound pretty interesting. I'll see if I can mm-hmm. see if I can make it a reality. Um, so big props to them. Obviously, Coke a sponsor. Coke Zero Sugar, Cinnamon Coke. Not Cinnamon Coke Zero Sugar, because not available here in the States. But if you live in merry old England, you can get some for yourself. Um, mm, and terrible. big shout out to Trader Joe's for the mini gingerbread men, along with the Candy Cane JoJo's, now available at your local Trader Joe's. Go and check them out. Uh, you know where to find the pod. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor. Uh, BroPodNetwork.com. TheBropodNetwork at gmail.com. Did I miss anything? Nope. Didn't think so. All right. Until next week, everybody.
1: Peace!